0: your cruising dreams into reality podcasts. My name's Jackie Parry and it's good to have your company. Today I am reaching back into the past and I'm going to share with you an article I wrote for the Cruising Helmswoman magazine entitled The Highs and Lows of Selling and Buying. We had owned for 10 years and it was a hard decision to put on the market And this is that story. This episode is brought to you by Panteneus Yacht Insurance. I hope you enjoy the article. It dates back to May 2009. Receiving personal opinions like blows from a knuckle duster, munching through nuances and perennial laments. What an... Earth, am I talking about? The process of selling a boat. Now, I'm the sort of person who likes people. Generally, if I meet somebody new, I'll like them until they do something to make me stop liking them. Even then, it doesn't take much to make me like them again. This innocent philosophy has been turned inside out and upside down, like a runaway roller coaster simply by advertising our boat for sale. You went around the world in that boat? Yes, I'd think to myself, and if you ever stop dreaming and get out there, you will see that that boat is a lot better than most. Now, Mariah isn't Flash, but she is safe and comfortable. You could have Flash for another 200,000, but I shouldn't get too carried away in my smart retorts that always seem to arrive two days too late. What I'm trying to show you is the agony involved in selling a boat. Potential purchasers, please take note and listen on. I'm going to cover both sides of the rickety fence, having now experienced both sides of buying and selling a boat. First let the gasps of horror wash over you. Boat owners, dreamers and wannabes could not believe that we wanted to sell Mariah. The ebb and flow of life's desires changes for us all. What Noel and I crave now is a voyage that means adventure in one place. Convincing someone to follow your individual dreams is like trying to make them feel what you feel. It's just too personal. Second, marshal your marketing skills and thick skin. Surfing through the syrupy sales spill to study what to include in an ad is an education within itself. Just how do you colour a boat with black words on white paper? Well, pictures definitely help, of course. But have you tried taking a picture of the inside of your boat to show what it really looks like? It's a bit like cutting hair down a phone line. Impossible. Mariah was independently valued by Sydney Broker for eighty thousand Australian dollars. We advertised her at seventy seven thousand five hundred. I thought the price was fair, with room for haggling. But then I think she's worth a million. Three different people, two friends and one stranger, thought the price was cheap. That's a lot of boat for not much money, said the stranger. But the lack of response said something different. Trawling through Trader Boat, I noticed all the reduced and buyer says sell notices plastered all over the advertisements, giving me a thud of disappointment. Fueling the disenchantment was a yacht broker friend who said, the market's dead. We stuck to being honest and open. Yes, the manual part of the electronic winch is seized. We have just used the electronic part. We also explained that in a year or so, a new oven stroke cooker might be needed, but it was fine for now. Hence the price. We'd considered a broker, but at 10%, which is or was the norm, and embedded budget keeping, we thought would have a go ourselves. Next time, dependent on circumstances, we would employ a broker. they definitely earn their money dealing with the multitude of tyre kickers. Our conversations with potential buyers became haggard entreaties. If you want to do miles in comfort, Mariah is for you. If you want to race Benitoes and tack around small harbours, she's not the boat you want. What we expected was honesty to match honesty. What we didn't expect were hordes of dreamers looking at Mariah, who were further away from buying a boat than I am to becoming the captain of the Queen Mary. In my post research some inquirers admitted to being dreamers. But that isn't quite the problem. We're all dreamers. It is just whether we have the guts to follow those dreams. The honesty part fell down when we spent sometimes five hours yes five hours showing people mariah's most private parts we wanted to say and we quite possibly did she's a great boat but strangers are strangers and they didn't know us from a bar of soap we might be mr and mrs dodgy trying to palm off a defective old tub how are they to know I encouraged buyers to read back issues of Cruising Hellsman to see what she, as in Mariah and we had done. Some people loved the fact that Mariah had been featured regularly, but one inquirer said it put him off by my stated windward performance reaching the Galapagos article. Even though we'd completed this stretch faster than some larger boats. I want to see Mariah. She is exactly what I am looking for. Then we can discuss price. This was one plea. And this guy didn't even bother to turn up. Selling a boat is not like selling a house. People wander along, cling and hug the dynamic knowledge highway of boats. History and build is important. We are the hillbillies of the water world and could not understand how people could drive half a day, spend half a day on a boat they were never going to buy, and drive home again. We had a quiet life with lots of time. How did these people have more time to chuck away? Back when we were looking for a boat, we had already given up our jobs and had the time and money within our boat-owning dream to search for the right vessel. Understandably, not everyone can do this, But if you're sincere in seeking that horizon, maybe it should be a serious consideration. Somewhere in Australia, or indeed somewhere in the world, there will be a boat for you. Why not take your dreams and turn them into reality right at the start? The two-way highway of judgmental thoughts, which are ours on the buyers and theirs on our boat, led to introspection. How did these people see us? Some wanted to hear all our stories while explaining the ins and outs of sailing. Generally, talking about our journey was against our nautical religion because eyes often glaze and I'd rather save it for printed matter. So, when we had a captive audience that was tantalisingly effervescent about our voyage, we indulged. This was not because of showcasing what we had achieved. It was because we cannot quite believe it ourselves. We sit in our boat and see the Eiffel Tower, Statue of Liberty or Big Ben on the TV and we cannot believe we have been there on board our small boat. Gee, I'm not a salesman, says Noel with defeat in his eyes. So how do we go about convincing complete strangers she is worth becoming a member of their family? This is where it all becomes a little thorny. Plunging into the lexical forest we first advertised in Trader Boat, both in the magazine and on the internet. This produced a trickle of inquirers, which dried up after a couple of weeks. We took Mariah off the market while we did our Master 5 qualification in Maria. That's a skipper ticket to allow us to drive vessels commercially up to 24 metres. We then returned and produced a few posters and found YachtHub.com. This inexpensive advertising channel created an enormous response. Ironically, we sold Mariah to a local guy's brother, where advertising didn't figure. However, on the day she was surveyed, we had four people waiting by the phone to hear whether she had gone or not. While she was actually being surveyed, another potential buyer... Sought us out, asking to have a viewing there and then. Considering she was currently being surveyed, we had to decline. However, what the surveyors said and what we found surprised us all. But during the journey, I felt exceptionally exposed with strangers looking around my home. And this was none of the potential buyers' fault. They had to have a good look and gain as much information as they could. But for everyone that didn't come to see the boat, or even worse, people that did view her but did not put in an offer. I felt I had been judged, and I felt I'd failed. I didn't like it one bit. So is there an answer? Don't sell your boat. Yes, the gasps was horror continue. The boat intranet kept our minds gimballed. At times we pleaded to old and new sorty friends. What do we do? The collective advice was swallow it. Back when we were searching for a boat, we were in the enviable position of not having a mortgage and, because of long and dramatic stories, of the bugger it attitude. From a buying perspective, taking a punt on a boat, a large purchase with even larger maintenance and time bills, ain't easy. While paying a mortgage and supporting a family, you have to search for the right boat and while carrying on with what's considered normal life and hoping, when you find the right boat, the rest falls into place. But now for us, we were at the trial sail. An April Fool's Day was the big day. The night before, we didn't sleep. With the buyers being pressed, we should not have worried. Mariah surprised us all, reaching four knots in just six to ten knots of breeze. The day was perfect, and once Suzanne said, I feel more confident and happy about Mariah, we started to think she may be sold. Rob and Suzanne, with brother Wayne, were quietly excited about the prospect of owning Mariah. So quiet, in fact, it took some convincing that they were serious. However, to witness their excited smiles when the surveyor gave the OK galvanised much pleasure. To see their enthusiasm and energy in scraping her bottom was akin to, what I imagine, living in Cabriland would be like. We agreed on a price at a little under 70k. With all considerations we'd reduced Mariah to 72k and negotiated what we all felt was a reasonable settlement. Just prior to hauling Mariah out for the survey we had lots of other things happening and the emotions of selling a boat were affecting other parts of my life and I was sitting there Day before haul out, and I had an edgy panic in my voice. Just where is Mum and Dad, and you and I going to sleep while Mariah is on the hard? Mum and Dad were coming over from the UK. As soon as I said this, the room went silent, still, and all eyes with human creases penetrated my confusion. Within a second, which felt nauseatingly like years, I realised that I was sitting in a house. We just purchased a house. Ah, we have a house, I said with a silly grin, a rash of red crawling up my neck and claiming my pommy pale cheeks. Embarrassed chuckles flitted around the room while I desperately changed the subject to cover my faux pas. I guess living in a house is going to take some time to get used to after ten years on a thirty-foot boat. So on Friday the 13th, Noel and I hauled out Mariah for the last time. The surveyor, David Copley from Jervis Bay Marine Consultants expounded virtues about the boat. So much so we walked away with tears in our eyes. Had we done the right thing letting this little boat go? We also found out that Mariah's keel is actually stainless steel. Something we didn't know. As the boat surveyor said, they just don't make boats like this anymore. Funnily enough, he had recently surveyed Mariah's sister ship and that was featured in the 2006 Cruising Helmsman edition in April entitled Mary Celeste, Yacht Found. The boat had been abandoned and it sailed itself back into Batemans Bay. It's a great story. He was thrilled to have the opportunity to survey another fine vessel and Noel and I were very proud. We have done the right thing. Winter approaches, and we don't have to hop in the dinghy and suffer a wet bum. Mariah will not rot away while we continue with land based projects. The new owners are excited and local. We had thought that we would have preferred Mariah to just leave, but actually, it's kind of nice having her nearby. It is pure delight to watch her sing along the water to the tune of her new owners. It's very cathartic writing about the experience. But then I guess I am passionate about the subject. And if there is no passion, well I just can't see the point. I do hope you enjoyed our story a few years ago of selling our wonderful boat Mariah 2. We're actually still in touch with the owners and the boat is following us a bit. We're down on the south coast of New South Wales and the boat will be moving down this way soon. We can't wait to see her again. Since Mariah, we've had another boat and sailed across the Pacific Ocean once again. We also bought a barge and spent a few years in the European canals. There's podcast stories on all our adventures. I've really enjoyed having your company today. I hope you join me again. And in the meantime, my name's Jackie Parry, and I wish you safe, Sam.